Hi, everybody. Welcome to part two with Andrea Schaffardini. This is the practice portion. If you haven't yet listened to part one for some context where she speaks about being our gentle with ourselves in the midst of these huge transitions that so many of us are in and how to be gentle and st- feel the aliveness of our soul even when we feel out of control. And that sets up this part of the practice, which is all about listening deeply, listening through the emotional turmoil to our souls and what's really coming up for us to work with. And then allowing ourselves to live a reconciled life, which means that the insides and the outsides are aligned and we feel in true alignment and integrity and when we feel that way that's what opens the doors for our magic and we can do it in every second and every moment of our life by just being honest with ourselves and then having the courage to be honest with those other people around us and this is just such a meaningful process of staying in connection with our true selves and it takes deep deep courage so we're in this together and That's why it's important for me to continue to share these voices of people who are holding the space for you, for me, for all of us to live in true integrity with our soul, with our spirit, and with each other. And this is the healing of our world. This will bring the healing of our world and the transformation we seek on our planet and with everyone around us in our relationships by by honoring ourselves with by being in full integrity. So I see this as a practice to support all of us in this. I hope that you take something from it. You're able to listen and to, um, to really work with whatever's coming up for you this holiday season. My blessings to you and lots of love. I feel like there are some gems that I want to mine for people from you because you have so much wisdom to offer in the realm of emotional depth Mm -hmm. and I don't want to have this interview go too much further without like offering these pieces up and so I'd like to go there just pivot now Mm -hmm. if that's okay with you when we're talking about control, perfectionism, being harsh and judgmental, and we talk about wanting to be gentle with ourselves, there's a big leap in that going mm-hmm. from old patternings, collective patternings, family patternings, patternings to, into acceptance, into uh, gentleness. And that's mm-hmm. the journey. I mean, that's essentially the emotional healing journey is how we, how we change channels. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe you could offer an example of how that happens of something you've seen in yourself or others, or, or just talk a little bit about that process. So what I've learned just over the years um, thus far, (laughs) Mm -hmm. hoping to learn a lot lot more, Mm -hmm. there's a intention that we can set as people to have a space to feel safe. And that'll look very different for many of us, but wherever that space safe, safe space is inside of yourself and perhaps externally as well, find it. 
And then when you're there, maybe it's on your meditation cushion, maybe it's in a journaling process, maybe it's with a close friend, maybe it's out in the woods, maybe it's around tons of people. Find that space. And then give yourself permission to just take a little time to listen to your thoughts. And then start expressing them, all of them. Just get them out. And to the point where your mind feels done. This may take five minutes. This may take five days. <laughs> mm -hmm. Once your mind feels like it has a bit of satisfaction, even though it's a bit of an illusion, that mind dump is out there. All those words are out there now. The name of the ones that really felt like they had some energy around or power. You know, perhaps the, uh, one of the things that you said was, I feel alone or sad. And that gave your body a little bit of a tingle or twitch. Come back to those few that your body has some resonation with. And then give yourself permission to just stay with those for a little while. And then what I like to do is just go through my body like a scan and place my hands on each part of my body and take a really deep inhale and a really deep exhale. And some of those parts, I'll feel like I need more than just one breath. And inhaling and exhaling. And sometimes you can combine those words with that inhaling and exhaling while your hands are on different parts of your body. And my guess is after you're done with this process, whether you're with someone else or by yourself, you'll feel a little bit more even keeled. You might have a few insights as to why it is you feel the way you do. And maybe some intuition might emerge. And it's a process, like I said, that can take a short amount of time or a longer amount of time. But through the intention of creating a safe space to allow this type of intimacy, you can gain a little more awareness of what the emotions are up to, what the stories are with those emotional patterns and how they have been sitting inside this physical vessel. Mm. Hopefully that's helpful. Mm -hmm. And when we speak these, when we speak these things, mm -hmm. when we move them from 
being hidden or being repressed um, or ignored. There's a there's a power in the actual physical like speaking or writing, right? Of of letting that actually have a life and, and take form. And yeah. in my experience, that tends to sometimes that's all that's required in the letting go. Thank you. Yeah. It's so um, recognition is a very real thing. Mm-hmm. And all of us are these mental beings that are wanting to see, hear, express life. And so when we name the things that are already there, that have been there for a while, it almost renews us in a way of giving life. Mm-hmm. And then when we give life to something, we can also give it a death. Mm-hmm. We can actually let it go. Mm-hmm. But as you're important, like saying this important step of naming it. Mm-hmm. I have a great, I have a great example of this. Yeah. I'm, le- I'm learning to offer examples because I feel like it helps people to, to like give some reference point so I'll offer something from my own life Mm -hmm. which goes back to the time in my life I was speaking about earlier when I was in incredible anxiety Mm -hmm. and I was engaged to a man to be married and Mm -hmm. it was not sitting well with me and there was just so many parts of that that I was not allowing to see the light of day Mm -hmm. and I did this pretty much what you're talking about which was I had had a strong feeling enter my body. So I was, I ended up leaving town and I got away far enough. I was at a conference and we were in a choir and mm-hmm. it was in the middle of singing in this choir that mm-hmm. I got this strong, it was like a lightning bolt hit me, literally felt electricity run Ooh. through my whole body. And it felt like there was what life and death. I could mm-hmm. feel both both patterns, and and I, I was truly being asked like, you cannot sit in this space of indecision and anxiety anymore. It is time to choose a path. And I was being called into, and then so what happened is I returned home, and there's something about that perspective. I want to say like getting away and having like getting outside mm-hmm. of it a little bit. That was really key. But mm-hmm. I came I came back and I bought this journal. I'll never forget. I'm not even a journaler. <laughs> not really. I bought this fat journal online and I filled the whole freaking thing up with my thoughts and my feelings. And I was writing and writing and writing. And I actually fell silent. I didn't talk for like two weeks. It was truly like two weeks. Wow. And there was a there was a pond. Um, with a willow tree and a bench uh, not too far from my house. And I would walk around this little pond over and over and over again. And it was was just one of the most meaningful times of my life where I actually gave myself space and time to have full expression, to let Mm -hmm. all of the thoughts onto the page. And I didn't really do anything with them initially. I just saw them Mm -hmm. in front of me. And it was quite 
eye-opening to just see them and to realize, ah, these are all the feelings I have not allowed myself to feel, that I have kept down, that I have created, clamped such a, a narrative on my life that I did not allow any of these <laughs> into them. Wow. They did not fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, what For me, one of the big ones was that I was... I was dating an older man or I was engaged to an older man. Mm -hmm. He was about 19 years older Mm -hmm. and I did not give myself permission to not want that. I said, love is love. And, and, and I can't, I can't choose someone based on their age. And at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, I found in my writing that was a really, really big hang up for me that I just didn't give myself permission to feel that. And it was almost like, it didn't matter that much, but just not giving myself the space to feel those feelings had created so much repression. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just I'm just offering some like very tangible little pieces because I think that can sometimes help people understand in their own lives how this works out and what you know to wrap that story up. What happened was I saw as I reflected on everything I had written that I just did not want this. It was very clear to me I didn't want this. And the reasons I did want them, much like your journey at the beginning, um, was was for reasons that other people, it were just a narrative that I had fit into my life of getting married at a certain age, of him being a good mm-hmm. spouse, of a respectable man, all the things. And, and I just saw, oh, okay, I see. It gave me the space to see all that. And then I eventually did one of the hardest things of my life, which is where it felt like the narrative had went silent and I walked over to his house and, and I just broke up with him and there was no, I felt basically nothing. I just felt clarity. It felt like a blank white page. And I think that's what you're talking about when we were speaking about before we got on the recording of a, of your free gift, which is called after the exhale um, and that space in between of letting go and bringing new life. And there's such a palpable, palpable sense of that when we make these big shifts in our lives. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Cause that's a wonderful example of taking yourself to a safe space, allowing everything to come out that you need to express allowing yourself to feel empty enough in order to allow your authenticity to rise. And then you took the reconciling action of walking over to his house and allowing that authenticity to become real in your life and in in his life Mm -hmm. um, in order to follow the narrative that you felt to be most alive but you did the the work or you you gave yourself the opportunity to find the reconciliation by letting go Mm -hmm. yeah and I think a lot of us know how to do this in that it's innate inside of us um, this process and a lot of traditions support some type of structure in order to do this. But I think sometimes we have to first give ourselves permission to participate in the process, knowing that it's okay to actually ask ourselves those questions and um, allow ourselves to actually have reconciliation with inside in order to 
live a life that is reconciled on the outside. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel, but I always feel just like a huge weight has been lifted off or I just feel lighter, even though it's difficult sometimes. Yeah, well, the piece I was going to add, which is interesting about that experience, was I remember feeling nothing. I remember feeling numb. I mean, it was such a shock to my system. It took months for me to even feel lightness. And there, that can be the case as well, where we shift the paradigm or we shift the, the story so dramatically sometimes that <laughs> we walk onto a blank canvas that we don't even know who we are. And that's okay too, but well, yes. sad, yeah. One of the big gifts of this community I'm creating with this podcast and what we're building in the collective field here is for touch points for people to actually do this work if they feel called to. And um, I know that you have some spaces where people can connect to and have, have a meditation that might be a good starting point for people if they're resonating Mm -hmm. with what we're saying. Yeah. It's um, on my website, andreashepardini.com, which I'm sure you'll find the spelling somewhere around. And it's just, if you scroll down on the homepage, you'll find this meditation. You can download it for free called After the Exhale. And it's just a supportive tool that can help you move through those points of transformation. It's a different type where um, I have people verbally talk out loud and repeat what it is I'm saying so that your own voice can be expressed in the meditation. You hear your own voice. And as simple as it is, it's pretty powerful. So that's at Mm andreashepardini.com. And thank you for that gift. I will put a link in the show notes, of course, for people to connect with that. And then... um, when they're on their, your website, if they want more personalized support or are curious about yoga or meditation offerings, all of that is there as well. Yeah, absolutely. I do one-on-ones and um, also the program Designing Your Life is actually, it's so fun. And now we're in New York three times a year and in California three or four times a year. So look us up and um, I'm here to answer any questions. Thank you for so generously offering all that you offer in the world. And um, I would like to close by just honoring you and your dedication to your own soul and the dedication that I've seen you have with hundreds and hundreds of people over the years and what a difference you're making in the world. I see it. I feel it. And even though you love to be a hermit and sort of, in some ways hide from the spotlight it feels really good (laughs) to me to spotlight you for this moment and and allow you to receive recognition for your work well thank you thanks for creating a safe container to do so I really appreciate it yeah yeah I just wish everyone well who's listening Mm. you know may they be happy may they be holy and may they experience love in new and wonderful ways. Thank you for that blessing. 
and blessings indeed to you on this holiday weekend for at least those of us in North America who celebrate Thanksgiving this week. And reminder that if you'd like to join our community and receive emails and updates from me on the road, you can go to daughterofcreation.com to um, be part of the community aspect of this. We're creating a network of people who are living uh, in a new way and creating a new paradigm together through our lives. And if this resonates with you, I'd love to invite you to be part of that. Thanks so much for listening. I'd love it if you would rate and review this podcast, share your thoughts with me, and share this podcast with a friend that you think could use it, that could support them, serve them in their own healing journey, because we are all in this together. Thanks so much for listening today. Lots of love to you.